Hey guys, welcome back to Kuza's Corner. I'm your host, Dominic Kuza, and thank you guys for tuning in today. I hope you guys are enjoying all the episodes lately, and I'm really having fun doing this with you guys. So if you could please like, subscribe, share, leave a comment, a rating, I would really appreciate it. Thanks. Hey guys, so today we're going to get a little deep. Um, I'm a big self-analyzing really looking at the big huge picture of life a lot of little petty things never bother me because i know there's such a bigger aspect of life going on that if i spend energy in the wrong places it's going to keep me held back when i need the energy for the really important things you know so i never really let small petty things get in the way of my mental and how i want to you know, focus my energy. And one of one of my favorite sayings is a saying called memento mori. It's Latin for remember you will die. And, you know, on the surface, like, dude, what the fuck am I listening to? This guy's going to talk about like, the fact that we all die. Like, yeah, I am. Um, and I think it's actually a really positive saying, because I think there's a lot you can you know, get out of that. Remembering that you will die one day can be used in such a positive way, but you just have to be able to, you know, ball up that energy and actually use it correctly. Because if we could leave life right now, we should let that determine the way we want to think and want to do things, not the way we are told to think and told to do things. You know, so if that's just such a good personal, like, reminder every day, like, if I leave life right now, that's, that should determine how I think and how I talk and how I decide to do things. Because it's such a good way to, um, live the life of virtue that you want and not wait for it because you never know because you have to remember we're going to die one day and i think it's such a cool thing to focus on because you have to have a pretty open mind to accept the fact that that's going to happen i think uh i think if you look at it on the surface right it sounds super depressing. It sounds very, um, you know, uh, dark, right? Like, oh, Dom's literally telling me to meditate on my mortality at this point, which is completely missing the point. I think it's it's a it's a super it's a super good way to look at things, and it creates priority and it creates meaning to what the decisions you are making in your life. And, and I think that's such a, such a good thing because it teaches you how to treat your time as a gift and not waste it. Because why would we spend this limited amount of time in, in vain, in anger, in all these things that we shouldn't have to focus on? You know, we want to we treat our time here as a, as a gift, Right as a gift and we don't want to waste it on negative and bad energy and bad things um you know death and all of these things don't make our life pointless they actually give our life a lot of purpose 
because we're here for only a short amount of time, relatively speaking, that actually gives you so much of a gift and an opportunity to create purpose out of your life and create something that lasts past that. And I think that's something that I love to focus on for myself every day because it's something that I want for myself. And and I think I think for a lot of people, it's a super cool it's a super cool way to approach how you make decisions, approach on how and what to focus on when it comes time to a lot of things. You know, this is something that a lot of people have done throughout the years, like millennia, because they're always reminded of the fact that our time here is limited. Um, like philosophers, for example, if you've ever seen like a scene in a movie or a painting of a philosopher, they usually have a skull on their table and their the skull on their desk is a reminder in their works while they're working that they are going to die one day so how are they going to create the most purposeful life ever and that's a big reason why um, one thing i found on instagram that was super cool was um beneath 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 the church of santa maria Della, I can't even say this, but I think it's in Italy. There's a crypt with 4,000 remains of friars, monks, um, religious people, the devoted religious. And in the middle of that entire thing, there's a plaque that says, What you are now, we once were. What you are now, what we are now, you shall be. You know, we're always reminded that. You know, things are uh, something that, you know, we could go at any moment. So when you look, take that, you know, you know, that, that was a that was a big five minute speech right now about dying. Right. And I think if you can look at that and really see what you can do with that, it's it's beautiful. It's so beautiful to see like how well you can take that aspect of our life that there's a timeline on it and how it can create things that should be important and should be the things you focus on. You know, like I hate arguing about petty little things because there's such a bigger life at the end of the day. There's so many bigger things at the end of the day. Um, And I don't even waste my time anymore. I don't even waste my energy on it anymore because it's just pointless. You know, there's things that matter and there's things that absolutely do not matter. But I think that thought process is is always tied back to memento mori. Remember that you will die. So every time that you get presented with something on the surface that is so petty and so small, remember that. Why are you going to spend energy on something like that? You know, and even if the person who's confronting you with this help them understand that, you know, there's such a bigger aspect of life going on. Um, And I think we now can tie all this into like doing what you want, pursuing, pursuing what makes you the happiest, pursuing what is going to give you the biggest life of purpose while your time is here. I mean, I always tell people like um, my backstory, right? I went to college. I um, 
was getting ready to go to dental school. And then I actually was invited to, I got invited to interview at a dental school, went, was waitlisted, and then um, applied again the next year, was accepted, and didn't go. And I think a huge, a huge reason why I felt that way was because that was the point of my life where I started to think that I shouldn't be told what to do and I shouldn't be suggested what to do. Um, I should do what I want to do. You know, getting ready for my DAT, my dental admissions test, I would sit and just count the count how many sections I needed to get through because I just wanted to get to the gym because you know, I wanted to go work out. I wanted to go do the things I like to do. And I think that was huge. That was such a big thing, like, that I started to realize, like, this just isn't for me, like, you know. And then, you know, I worked as a dental assistant, and that was kind of the icing on the cake, that I was like, this is absolutely not for me. And I'm going to be miserable doing this if I do this. So, you know, then I took the turn, went back to school, um, got my master's in exercise physiology. I turned my love for science, which always was there, and took my other love of training and got to see all of that fit in education. So now I'm doing every day what I love to do. You know, I coach, I train, I do so many things that are so cool and gave so much purpose to my life, you know? So that's like one of the biggest things that I see that we can take from, you know, remembering that we will die is doing what you want to do, pursuing your goals. Because if I look back when I made this decision and how many people told me things like, can you even make any money doing that? Um, Are you sure you're like, are you crazy? Like, do you know how much job security being a dentist has? Like all the negative things I heard and got kicked back for when I made the decision not to do what I was doing and kind of kind of was just figuring out what I was going to do, really. I didn't know I was going to be a coach. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to do these things, but I knew if I had a good educational background in exercise sciences, I'd be able to find you know, my purpose somewhere and then go from there, which eventually is what happened. And uh, if I would have listened to everybody, it would have been the worst thing in the world. I would have been miserable to this day. I still think about it and I would be miserable. So I'm beyond excited with the decision I made. And I think I think that topic, that talking about memento mori, remembering that you're going to die one day, is how you give your life purpose and how you do what you want to do. That is what is important. So, you know, because there's so many people that reach out to me, especially like when a new video of me comes out and like, people watch it I'll get DMs saying like you know I I want to do something similar to you but like my parents want me to do this when I hear that I'm like man like why don't let your parents make your decisions you're grown you can make your own decisions you have to believe in yourself enough that you're going to make this work and then when you decide to do that you have to be the best at it because that's how it's going to work out you know like if I came to, if my, um, if my son came to me and said to me, I want to do this, I would have no problem saying, okay, let's do it. But whatever you're going to do, you have to be the best at it. Because if you're not the best at it, you're not going to be successful in it. So 
am I the best at it? No, I'm not the best at it. But I always had the mentality of having to be the best. And that's what kept pushing me forward and kept making me making me a better coach, a better trainer, whatever it was I was doing at the time. That was a huge, huge thing that uh, I think is super important. You know, and I think a lot of people get lost in that, get lost in being told what to do by, uh, you know, a power figure in their life or their significant other even. You know, a lot of that, you know, shouldn't get in the way of giving your life purpose. Um, you know, and remembering that, you know, you're, we will die one day is, a, is, a, is such a positive thing in my opinion which, dude, there's probably some people listening to this right now like, what? This guy thinks this is positive. And I think I think you need to dig a little bit deeper and realize the things I'm saying don't necessarily come from the beauty of what death brings. It becomes what it's, it's creating the beauty of what death allows me to create here. Um, you know, the purpose that I'm bringing to my life because it's limited uh, that is something that is amazing and something that's so good to think about. Because if we don't think about that, we end up in this, you know, pre-programmed societal life that they're telling you to do from the first grade. And that's why a lot of people hate their jobs and why a lot of people hate what they do every day and why a lot of people want to do different things. You know, and then it's why why people who chase their dreams and chase their things get a lot of backlash, get a lot of the, oh, you're so lucky. Like, what? I'm lucky because I would work 14, 15, 16 hours someday. Like, I, yeah, I am lucky. I'm lucky that I had the opportunity to do that. I'm lucky that I had the work ethic to do that. I'm lucky that I had what it took to pursue my dreams, to pursue my goals. That, you know, I didn't get lucky with my success. My success came through my work ethic. I got lucky that I had great work ethic, if anything. Luck is not, is, luck is not real. I feel bad for anybody that thinks luck is real because if you're somebody who's going to sit there and, you know, um, think somebody is lucky, the way you think is what's holding you back. Um, you know, like hard work is what creates what others perceive as lucky. Your hard work every day ends up causing a result that other people look on the outside in as lucky. People don't see the hard work and things that go into everything. And I think, I think that's, a, that's a huge backlash people see when they see people that are successful doing what they love to do you know you have to you have to understand you are based where you are right now is based on the decisions you've made when you realize that nothing is based on luck your prior decisions are what caused where you are today so just because somebody made a better decision doesn't make them lucky. And there's always other decisions that come above, that come in front, that come down the road 
that can change your trajectory that can change your life that can change that but that's where you remember things like you're going to die one day and what decision do you want to make the safe one or the one that gives your life a lot of purpose that might come with a little bit of risk that's when you're really going to be living that's when you're really going to be happy you know like the harder i work man the luckier i get right (laughs) so it's just you know something that i think again this whole talk of memento mori is something that you can really um do so you know i don't like to see people you know calling other people out because you know they're lucky like what is that like they're not lucky they worked hard they're lucky that they had the opportunity to work hard you know like you can't you can't push off somebody's hard work and success based off of luck luck is winning the lottery you know even that people work hard <laughs> you know people are playing that shit every day um but that's that's an aspect of luck hard work and a good career and good success is not created through luck you don't get lucky you know you even see people that get positions and jobs where people will say man you're lucky you got that job i'm not lucky i got that job i worked hard enough to get noticed from somebody important that's what happened i didn't get lucky i showed that i'm willing to work hard you know one of my good friends just got a job, right? Dream job. He's loved, he's wanted to do this forever. And somebody comes up to him and tells him, oh man, you got, you got lucky you got that job with no experience in this field. Like, no, he didn't. He fucking worked hard for it. He, he went out there, he pushed and, and, and kept talking to the company, kept talking about uh, things that he was able to do for them and all this stuff. He showed that he had work ethic and then that's what got him the job to push him forward. So then you on the outside just submitted your resume and called it a day. But you think he's lucky because he got the job, right? No, he worked hard. That's why he got the job. He showed that he has the capability of working really hard. That's why he got the job, not because he's lucky. So I think, uh, I think you know, you can, you can apply that concept of memento mori to so many things in life. You know, just giving your life purpose, I think, is such an important, an important thing. Uh, You know, a lot of people, you know, especially like I'm in the fitness industry and a lot of people, you know, pursue to be online coaches, really good personal trainers, you know, things like that. But they're scared. They're scared to make the jump. They're scared to, you know, jump into a popular market. They're scared of not having financial security, all these things. But I think with that, you kind of have to give yourself a little bit of risk to see the purpose your life creates at the end of it. Because when there's risk involved and pressure, that's when your best work comes about because you know you have no other choice but to work hard. And that's what creates a lot of purpose to your life because you put so much passion and so much dedication into the project at hand. So I think that is something that a lot of people can focus on. If something has a little bit of risk, it's probably going to be something that brings you a lot of purpose and and an amazing feeling to your life because of it. And I think, uh, I think that's huge. 
you know, if I didn't do what I did, uh, would I be miserable? Probably not. Would I be happy? Probably not. I'd probably be content. And I think being content is the worst thing ever. If you are content with something, it's horrible. Because if you are content, it just means you are taking life as it is coming to you and you do not care to do anything about it. And that is wrong. Because our life should be full of purpose, should be full of passion, should be full of everything like that. And I think on that note, I'm ending it because remember, you're going to die one day and make sure your life has purpose at the end of it. And that's what's really going to bring you happiness. Never be content with anything. Thanks for listening, guys. I hope it wasn't too dark, but I think it's an important thing that we should talk about. And I hope somebody actually really gets to help this because I think this can help a lot of people listening to this, you know, who are on that edge and making that decision. But uh, I'll see you guys on the next one. Thanks. Thanks.